Women who lead grind hard, but most importantly, they pray. Ladies, welcome to the Women Who Leads by Faith podcast. We all know it. This is the podcast that these women here, we don't just grind, but most importantly, we understand how important it is to pray. And I'm so excited about this episode where it's an intro to what God has led me to for this particular portion of my season, which he said, Shaniqua, it's time to air the dirty laundry. But before we get into all the nuggets of today's podcast, I just want to bring you a couple of announcements. So if you are in the Georgia area, it would be an honor if you can connect with me on March the 27th and the 28th. I will be a keynote speaker at the She Is 2020 Women's Conference. So I'll place in the show notes all the information of where you can check in, get tickets, and find out all about this amazing event. Also, I'm so excited that I will be an honoree, y'all. Sometimes we don't know what we do in secret will be rewarded openly. That is what God said. And I will be honored on February 1st at the Confidently Learn to Live Black and Purple Gala in Georgia. Such an honor to see what God is already doing in this season. He is absolutely (laughs) blowing this girl right here's mind. But... Guess what, y'all? Now it's time to tune into today's podcast. Hey, ladies. Hey, ladies. I hope you all had an amazing week. And if you did not have an amazing week, I want you to pause and ask yourself, what can you gain out of the week that you can learn and use as a tool and instrument to aid and shape you in having a better week, a better month, a better look ahead at all of the amazing things that God has destined for us to do. Sometimes we don't often see that there's power even in what we may think is struggle. And it's only because God is trying to shape us and show us some stuff. And we often don't take enough time to reflect so we can understand what is really going on. So I say to you, if you didn't have a good week, it is my prayer that this week will be better, that this day will be better, that even the nuggets that God gave me to give to the ladies today will be something that you can carry with you this week as a torch of light, as God desires to take you out of darkness and bring you into his marvelous light. So as we get into this show, y'all, and God says, Shaniqua, it's time to air the dirty laundry. (laughs) And some people will think, oh, what's the juicy details? What's going on? Did she fall? You know, did she sin? Oh, my God, what's going on? No, it's sometimes that when we are walking in the fulfillment of everything that God has declared for us to do, we don't talk about 
the things we had to go through. And all we illustrate is the glory side. And this is why our testimony is so important. It's because it becomes a strength pillar for other people to understand that I had to go through something to get to this side. And these are the areas where I will say that in understanding that it became the strongest principle of my growth in releasing and letting go and understanding the struggle, it gave me direction, which is our topic today, which way. Some people make it look real easy, like nothing has never happened to them. You know, they've been saved, sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost, fire baptized and running on with their life <laughs> for their whole entire life. And the reality of it is, is that all of us has faced this one thing. And this is probably the circle of the conversation, which is temptation. And when we hear the word temptation, we often yield ourselves to sin. Or we think of temptation in ways that is, um, how should I say, um, corrupt. But there's also temptation in a, in a way that we don't talk about it. But what happens when you're tempted to um, destroy yourself or to destroy the path of what you have been destined and called to do in life? What if you're tempted to um, go against the tide in, in of the when God is telling you to go against the tide of the majority of what everybody else is doing and you become the minority and you are tempted to dummy yourself down and it stops you from moving in a place of permanent progression as to where God wants you to be. I am a firm believer that what you compromise to get you guys is what you will compromise to get to keep excuse me compromise to keep let me say that one more time what you compromise to get is what you will compromise to keep and destiny is not a matter of chance it is absolutely a matter of choice we understand that God gives us free will and the biggest impact of which way we go is how we align ourselves to the direction by choice and the things that we do and the the biggest influencer of all of those choices is our thoughts and do your thoughts tell you that you dwell in a place of possibility? Do your thoughts tell you that you were meant to win? Do your thoughts tell you that you are going to be everything that God has declared for you to be? Do your thoughts tell you that you are above and not beneath? And in airing my dirty laundry, this was not always the way for me. This was not always the direction that I was moving in as I dummied myself down and there were moments that I felt inadequate and inferior to others. And I placed my limitations on my own life. And in that, I had to learn how to embrace that I was gifted and that I was called. And that in that calling and in that gift that as I identified and as I was able to walk wholeheartedly, completely and confidently, that I knew which way that I needed to go. Proverbs 16 and 9, and I'm reading out of the message version, everybody, the Proverbs 16 and 9. The word of God reads, we plan the way we want to live, but only God makes us able to live it. And when I tell you that that speaks volumes, <laughs> hear me y'all, volumes, echoes and echoes and echoes of sound comes out of that scripture. Because the reality of this thing is, is that we plan to be all these things to all of these people and we plan to be spotlights and 
all of the other glitz and glam and shimmer and all of this stuff. We have the most amazing plans to do all of this stuff. But the reality is, is that without God, none of this stuff is possible. And God did not intend for us to just be um, sparkly and glitterly. That is not even a word, y'all. And, and full of glitter, shall I say. <laughs> um, but he intended for us to be purposeful. And in being purposeful, you have to identify what am I purposed to do? What am I called to do? What am I yielded to lend to someone else that they don't have for themselves, which becomes a gift to them? Isaiah 30 and 21 says, urging you on whatever you wander, left or right, this is the right road. Walk down this road. And as I began to ponder and as I began to reflect and as I became bold about taking the can off of what people will call worms, <laughs> listen, y'all, I'm so free because I will tell you that it is so amazing in this season about being open that nobody can close this chapter on my life, y'all. The largest lesson that led me to which way was the lesson of stop sabotaging myself. When you understand how to stop self-sabotaging yourself and owning the fact that nobody else can make you feel inferior without your consent, it will bring you the biggest amount of abundance in the way of freedom. To know that there's no cap on freedom. To know that there's no limitations on freedom gives you the freedom to do everything that you need to do without anything holding you bound. And when I realized this, that I have a wonderful life, even after all the things that I went through, even after all the challenges, all the hurts, all the pitfalls, all the abuse, after all of that, I recognized that I got a pretty dope life. <laughs> Listen. And this unctioned my spirit, this charged and fueled me, this catapulted me in the direction of where I need to be, where I need to go, what I need to do, how I need to do it, when I need to do it, who I need to do it with, why I will say no, why I will say yes. What in the world will stop you from being in the place where God has charged your life to be? I had to overcome the judgment and the and the bounty of self-achievements and recognizing that, you know, in all of this that we do, that if I can never learn to clap for myself, then I will only know how to clap for others. I had to learn that if nobody clapped for me, that God gave me two hands and that was enough. God gave me two hands. Come on, y'all. Pause for a second. Clap it up for you. And oftentimes we're waiting for the accolades and we're waiting for people to clap us to our way to destiny. And we're waiting for the sound to say it's okay. And we're waiting for them to say, come on through. But God said, I've already created the path for you. Clap your way all the way to where you're supposed to be. And when I realized that I was taught by everybody else to allow myself to be in a place of struggle in my process. I had to begin to shed those things away from me. And how did I identify that? 
is because you often hear terms like I'm so busy and there's no time. Why would God create time if you weren't part of the time that he meant for your life? Why would he allow you to be here in the dispensation of time to be nothing? And when I recognize that these were words that were um, embraced by what I heard and what I thought I knew, that I recognize it's not that I'm too busy, it's that where am I spending my time that doesn't allot me in the time that God has ordained for me to do what he has governed for me to do. Check yourself, Shaniqua, before you wreck yourself. Know which way you're supposed to go. I would often say, I'll do it one day. And we don't know the day, the hour, nor the time. And I would say one day. What day? We often tell ourselves one day. But every day that we get up, we should be living in a place that we are being bold and we're being confident and we're being brave to be everything that we are supposed to be in that day. Not one day. We should be able to discern within ourselves how to live in the purpose that God has governed for us. I would often say, I just got to take care of the kids and, and take care of my husband and, and take care of this right now. And I got to take care of the church and I got to take care of this and I got to take care of that. And I have to take care of this, 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 and that, that, that. And not even realize that in all of that, that I was not taking care of me, that if I was not kept, then how can I keep them? We often neglect ourselves and feel guilty for taking that time of yielding to yourself. We often use the terms, and listen, I have to chuckle <laughs> when I say this, I don't have it right now. Because I'm just in between blessings. I don't know what in between God. I don't know what in between God. Where he says I'm in between what you don't have and what you have. God will give you what you need when you need it. It always doesn't come when we want it. So we're not in between. We're right on time. And we should be in preparation for what's to come. He tells us that we are blessed going in and blessed coming out. He didn't say blessed in between. We're blessed going in and blessed coming out. And because I didn't know which way to go with that, at times I would tend to believe that I was in a position of lack, not realizing that I had everything that I needed at that time and I had to work with God placed in my hands. The Shunammite woman, she thought that she didn't have anything and she had to take the, 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 the little bit of oil that she had and God multiplied it. The multitude of the people were fed with very little that was stretched to the capacity that blew their absolute minds. And we often talk about what we don't have, but we fail to rejoice for what we do have. And we don't even use that. We're just waiting for more, but we waste what we have at the current. We often complain about, I can't do it because I can't get no help. God will send the help. Whoever's supposed to be there will be there and whoever's not, then be free. 
<laughs> because we often want to bring along the tagalongs and the tagalong just tag your mind with grief and they tag your spirit with vexness and they tag you with all of these things and then you move into a place of murmuring and complaining when God never told Ab Abraham to bring Lot in the first place. So when Shaniqua learned how to stop self-sabotaging herself by utilizing these thoughts and these caveats that did not line up to the exact word of God and how he had declared for it to be applicable in my life, I had to pause for the cause and I had to say, replace it with something Shaniqua that is, if, if, if I stopped self-sabotaging, I had to replace it with something else. And what I learned to replace it with was declarations. The word of God said, you can decree a thing and it shall be established. He says, so shall the words be that go forth out of your mouth. They shall not return to you void. And I had to learn that declaring it to me will trigger the actions that will reveal to the word, the world, which kills the proving factor. And what happens is, is that you don't have to worry about working hard to show them because where you are is being exactly where God will reveal. There is 48 Bible verses on decreeing. And I found it so profound that 48 is about the father's blessings and his inheritance. The meaning of 48 indicates the angels are helping you to manifest the abundance in your life. Decrees create you people. They do, decrees create women of God. They create and make changes in the spiritual and the physical realm. And when you begin to decree, I had to begin to decree over and over and over again for a while. Just I'm free. That was it. I'm free. I never put a, 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 a label on it because I needed to be free from a lot of things. And I had to start with I'm free that I can begin to experience freedom. And then once I began to experience debt free, it was like, OK, I know what it means to be free from having to be controlled with money. OK, I'm free from that. And then I moved into the freedom of people and I learned what it was to be free from people that I didn't think that it was the thing that I had to do in order to gain the company of people, the approval of people, um, the love of people. And once I became free from that, then I had to become free from what was sitting in my mind and, and telling me that I couldn't do it and that I wouldn't do it and that it, I don't deserve it and it didn't belong to me. And, and I became free from that because I took my men off of my eyes off of men in their faces. And I had to be free from people be, before I could be free from me because I was free and bound by what they saw and what I thought they saw in me and not recognizing that the only person that needed to see was the father. Listen, the bottom line is the, the strongest principles of growth that I learned in this, this last season that I came out of is that the growth is in the choices we make. And we make these choices based off of what we absolutely believe. And this really is going to be what determines the way. Nothing else. If I believe that I can't have it, then I won't.
If I believe that it will never come, then it won't. If I believe that I'm going to be divorced, then I will be. If I believe that my children are going to cut up, that they will. If I believe that I'm going to have a horrible day at work, then here comes the horror. <laughs> it's, it's what I believe. And, and we have to recognize that we have the power and the authority and the dominion that as we begin to release words out of our mouth, they begin to manifest. So shall the words be that go forth out of my mouth. They shall not return to me void. So where I've sent my words will come back to complete what I've established for that word to do. And I have to recognize that which way that I'm going, it, it, it's in the power and the authority of what I declare out of my mouth on a daily basis. So I have to be mindful of the things that I begin to speak as I begin to establish. It's the declaring that's going to trigger a different response from you. That's going to send you in a different direction. It's time to take the hocus pocus <laughs> out of what we call focus. I like that. Okay, God, I like the way you did that. It's time to take the hocus pocus out of the focus. Okay, God, I hear you. Because sometimes we make it so magical and it's really practical. And we serve a very practical God. That gives us structure and statutes and words that will shape us and instruct us and the, the reality of it is is that will we obey what he said and what he says that will captivate our hearts that will change the position of our minds that will restructure our abilities and how we move forward in this dwelling of flesh the word tells us so clearly that the spirit is willing but the flesh is so weak and it is, it is in our fleshly moments that we become prey. We become weak to what people will place in our ears and drop in our spirits. And we reject the endowment of what God has bestowed upon us and what he has made declarative for our lives. And I know for me, you asked me, which way am I going? And it's everywhere God tells me to be. And in this season in my life that some people won't understand it. Some people won't receive it. Some people won't believe it. But the reality that I have come to is that that is not my problem. <laughs> not my issue. That's between you and God. Because if he instructed me, then you ask him why. Because that's not my issue and that's my, not my problem. And I spent so much time trying to explain to people my why behind why God would have me to do this and why he chose me to do that and why that I felt that I deserved that. And I spent more time explaining than living. And I'm at a place in my life that I have decided to follow Jesus a wholeheartedly 100% complete. No questions asked. 
no disengagement and being completely okay with that. I have learned that what God is doing for me, no man can get the credit. When I looked at the fact of what God had established for me on my birthday last year, and I looked up that number and in numerology, it said God's great and exceeding joy is what that meant. And that that number was of contention. Listen, contention, <laughs> listen. And then as I begin to do my study for this year, because I'm approaching a birthday in March and I said, okay, well, Lord, what is it that you would have for me this year? And God reminded me that I would have self-discipline in this year. And that I would close the loop and achieve the things that God had declared for me. And oftentimes we miss it because we got our eyes on people and we don't have our eyes on God. For so long, I, I, I knew for a fact of what God needed me to do with this podcast, but I had so many people in my ear telling me, well, you're in business and you need to do it this way. And then if you, if you, you talk too much about God, then, then they may not receive it. And what about the people that don't believe? And how are you going to get those people to come and tune into your podcast? And Shaniqua, you just want to be cautious of this and you just, you just want to be, and I'm never, ever considered just put all of that to rest and just say let me just do it the way God told me to do it because all of the rest of what needs to be figured out it ain't my business because if it's God's will it's his bill if it's his will it's his way and whatever way that he would pave he will do it according to his will I just have to be obedient and and getting started I just have to be obedient and showing up and I just have to be obedient and laying the foundation all of the other stuff is not my job that's not my job and what happens is is that we become to become burdened with things that don't belong to us and his word says that his yoke is easy and his burden is light and when I begin to give it back to him and say, oh, God, you take your people because they don't belong to me. Because, listen, I couldn't handle them anyway because it's too much. The personalities, the attitudes, all of the this, that and the other. Look, God, get your people and, and, and let me go ahead and just be obedient to you because all of this other stuff, you can have that. <laughs> listen, real life. Real talk. I, I had to come into a place of complete surrender where I wasn't worried about how God would sum it up because he said the foolish things, y'all. He said it is the foolish things that will confound the wise. And I've had some people that were operating in a complete place of what they believe was absolute wisdom based off of the, the, the systems of this world that cannot dictate the system of heaven. When I tell you that when I have been crazy sold out for God and doing everything in the radical form that he called Shaniqua to do it, when I tell you that how he busted doors wide open and blew my mind, it wasn't in the formation of how man established to be. It was in the craziest ways that God told me to do it that caused people to scratch their head and try to figure out what was happening. But that is called miracles. 
And we, 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 we're saying, I don't want to look strange. Well, what well, miracles look strange. And, and we say, I don't want to look, you know, like I, I'm not like, I, I don't fit in. And, and, and he said, we're peculiar people. And he says, signs, wonders, and miracles shall follow us. I even remember being told one time and, and starting up, I was going to start up a YouTube channel by suggestion of somebody else. And that didn't last. Um, because it wasn't what God told me to do. You want to have a prosperous business. You got to have a YouTube channel and you got to do this many posts a week and you got to do this and you got to do that. And if you don't do those things, your business is not going to manifest and this, that, the other and hairy and leery and all of this other stuff. And I just, it was just too much. It felt too tactical. It felt too made up. It felt too fake, too phony. And they said, you got to speak a certain way and you have to enunciate every single word and you have to bring it in and have pause and all of this other stuff. And we serve a true and living God and the people want a living word and a right now in a dying world that is dying right now. And they're not all in pause and semantics and all of this other stuff and knowing when to roll and to go high. They want it real. And I, I made a decision that God, I'm going to be me and I'm going to do it the way that you called me to be. Cause I don't know any other way, but to do it that way. And I know that integrity speaks that integrity will begin to become the volume to everything that you have declared. And it will show us which way we need to go. It will show us which way we need to be. It will show us which way to do it, how to do it, what to do it for, who to do it, when it will show us God. And I had to throw all of that out of the window. And I remember when he told me, Shaniqua, integrity speaks. The integrity of your character. The integrity of your spirit. The integrity of how I have demanded the oil on your life. It can't look like anybody else's. Because then at that point, what we have done is we surrendered ourselves to be copycats. And, 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 and with that, we saw what the magicians did. They tried to do everything that Moses did, but it didn't work. It didn't work then. It won't work now. You, you're not a magician. What you are is you're a yielded vessel to a living God, which means that you have to be a living being. And in living, you learn things, you see things, you explore things, and, and then you understand how to, 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 to grab a hold and embrace things because it is God that will reveal to us. He said, taste and see that the Lord is good. And as I begin to taste every level and every dimension to him, when you come up a little bit higher, it's really, really hard to go back down to a place where he has catapulted you from. So then what he declares is that if he be high and lifted up, that he would draw all men unto him and that as we begin to lift him, it will lift the people. But what happens is, is that we lift ourselves and then we try to raise the people to us and then we try to carry all the people that don't belong to us and we drop them because they're too heavy because God never intended for us to carry them in the first place. Which way are you going? Listen, I didn't come on here to preach, but I don't know what just happened. But God literally is liberating my spirit in this moment as we are connected together. And I need you to hear me because you carried so many things in your 2019, in your 2018, your 2017, 16, 15, 14, 13, 12, 11, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, decade before. Don't do it in this dispensation of time. Let go and let God.
be in that place where you get to the bottom line that the principle of your growth is in the choice that you make. And in that choice is only by what you believe. And this is the ultimate thing that will determine your way. What do you believe? And I believe that I'm under an open heaven. I believe that at this particular time in my life, I honestly believe that favor is going to chase me down. That there is no man that will get a dime of credit for what's about to happen to me because God is going to blow back people's mind. And I'm staying right there till he shifts me somewhere else. So I say thank you, women of God, for connecting with me once again for the Women Who Leads by Faith podcast. I have an ask of you. If you have not subscribed, hit the subscribe button, whether you're listening to me on SoundCloud, whether you're listening to me on iTunes. If you're on iTunes, leave me a review. Come on, y'all. We're trying to take this podcast to the nations, understanding that it is a time to reveal God's given truth. It is time for us to have a portal that we can tap into that's not fluffed up, that's not puffed up, that's the real substance of what God has given me, unctioned by only the Holy Spirit. It is a time for us to be able to infiltrate the marketplace, understanding that kingdom business should be established by kingdom citizens. It's time to pull down every diabolical system that comes up against the kingdom of heaven. So subscribe, share, share, share. I challenge you to find three people this week to share this podcast with that you know needs to hear it. Three people. Three people. You can go ahead. If this podcast has blessed you, drop me with a comment or email me at info at zurioleadership.com. That's info I-N-F-O at Z-U-R-I-E-L leadership.com. If you have not followed me on Instagram, please do so at Coach Shaniqua. I love you guys. I hope you have a wonderful week. Take charge and understand what will determine your way. God bless.